0: It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights radio network.
1: Welcome in to the VGK postgame show. The Golden Knights fall 7-3 to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Vegas drops four in a row at home, 32-19-6. 70 points on the year next in action Saturday, 4 o'clock against the Ottawa Senators. To help us break this one down, we go back up to the radio booth, bring in the voice of the Golden Knights. Dan Duva, and you know what, Dan, when you look at this one, obviously kind of the messaging coming into it without Mark Stone in the lineup, still no Jack Eichel, uh, no Brett Howden today for Vegas, no Will Carrier still. Uh, You had to lean on your top six defense, which, you know, now they've played two games in a row for the Vegas Golden Knights. You had to lean into defending, and it it just felt like midway through that first period, uh, puck management, the issues that we've seen from the Golden Knights, they, they rear
2: their ugly head. That's right. Uh, It's, um, you know, as Gary said a few times during the game, it's sort of inexplicable when you have the group of six defensemen Mm. that won you the Stanley Cup and have been so successful as a group that in the three games they have played this year, once back in the fall and now two games in a row, they have given up uh, three goals in that game back in the fall, five games on Tuesday, and now seven goals today. Um, That's... Head scratching, Mm -hmm. and you wonder if there's um, something that can be done by the coaching staff to uh, address that. And Bruce Cassidy said it point blank earlier today that this team has got to get back to defending well. You know, something that they have done at home, especially, is limit the goals against. You know, they have been at at many points this year top three in goals against average. They came into today seventh at 2.73. Uh, But look at what's been happening here in these last uh, four home games. They gave up five, gave up three, gave up five, gave up seven. And that is nowhere close to what the Knights have done. It's normally like two at home, (laughs) typically. So uh, with that, you know, there's um, only so much that can be said. Um, It's more a matter of going out and showing what they can do. Does that mean a change? Does Ben Hutton get back in? Um, You know, Gary brought that up as a possibility. Um, You know, Theodore just came back. Naturally, he's not going to come out of the lineup. He has three assists in two games since coming back. Sure, there's a thought of, you know, trying to uh, get everybody on the same page. And I I wonder, you know, as much as we think about the defensemen and that group, Ryan, Mm -hmm. of course, this is a group, uh, a team that expects all five skaters on the ice to defend. And with the absent forwards, already missing a, a heap load of guys, plus Stone and Howden now out. You have not only new players in, you know, four American League guys, Brisson, Morelli, Fraze, and Rempel, of the 12 forwards today. Um, you know, Cotter and Amadio were guys that were, you know, not every game players last regular season. That leaves Carlson, Kolasar, Marcia so Wah, uh, you know, Barbashev as the remaining guys. So, um, and I can't forget Chandler Stevenson. So, mm-hmm. it, it, and then during the game, it's all moved around. So, like, there's there's something to be said for adjusting on the fly with who plays against who and the matchups, and the Vegas will now be on the road, so you don't get to do the matchup thing as much as you can at home. Uh, how does that work out? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if, if Bruce Cassidy will go with forward combinations like we saw to start the game. Will he go with what we saw later in the game? Um, will there be other changes to the personnel available? There are only so many guys available in the American League. Denisenko had been up. He was sent back. You also have to worry about players uh, eclipsing their limit for waivers qualification. Guys yeah. are up too long, and you know, it's very likely why Jonas Ronberg was sent back to the American League when he was, and so on and so on. So uh, all of those considerations are there, but... It's going to be a long plane ride to Ontario tomorrow.
1: Yeah, and you know, you're not necessarily left with a ton of options if you're if you're Bruce Cassidy, but you you've, you've got to find some combination that that works not just in terms of of the defending but also uh, kind of striking the offense a little bit earlier on in a game. Like this is the second game in a row where the Golden Knights did have something of a push in the third period, so you like to see that. But you've got to find a way to kind of maximize those opportunities that you have earlier on in a game. And this one felt like, you know, one of those games where if if Vegas is able to get that first goal, maybe things unfold a little bit differently.
2: Yeah, it's interesting because that had been something – in their favor was scoring early you know amadio had scored two and a half minutes in san jose but you know the last two games nashville on tuesday and here today you know they gave up the first goal in the first half of the first period and never quite recovered i I guess petrangelo did tie the game one one late in the first period but then just a few minutes later cody glass made it two to one nashville and obviously today the knights though a, a pretty decent opening 10 minutes they were out shooting maple Leafs through the mm-hmm. 10 minutes but then it uh, just all fell apart there with four goals allowed in just over six minutes and three goals in just over four minutes so anyway uh yeah th- th- that's naturally going to be a component to this the fact that they scored in the first minute of the second and the third period after that dreadful start perhaps that's something of an encouragement but you know as well as i ryan that this team when it has been at its best they get on you early they do not relent and they take you out of the game before you have a chance to realize what hit you. And, and to a degree, that's kind of what happened against the Knights in the first period today. So I know that, you know, people in Vegas probably don't want to
1: talk about this or hear this, but Austin Matthews, I, take a minute just to kind of contextualize the season. He picks up his 52nd goal of the year in just his 55th game. Like, it, what what he's doing right now at this time, with goaltenders, the, the way that they have, have kind of taken over the position, uh, it, it's astounding and, and really fun to watch him play. He's got 10 goals in
2: five mm-hmm. games. Yeah, <laughs> not, <laughs> you know? not bad. Yeah, I mean, you know, only one today. I mean, he's slacking. But, yeah, like, he is going to challenge uh, for 70. I mean, he's on pace for at least 76 now. Um, we talked about it earlier. McGilney and Solani both hit 76. 31 years ago 92-93 season and it has been oh so rare to see anybody get to that 70 point mark as you know those two guys hit 76 that year uh, but that's the last time that anybody got to 70 I you know th- there are 26 games to go for the Leafs mm-hmm. I mean it, it, I mean assuming he stays healthy right yeah uh, fingers crossed for him we always root for player health uh, I mean you'd almost be surprised if he doesn't hit 70 right yeah it's it's right there for him so you know we'll uh we'll, we'll see Austin
1: again on Tuesday but before that uh, you got the Ottawa Senators on Saturday any final thoughts on this one before we turn our attention to Saturday afternoon oh
2: Ryan right, it sounds like Bruce Cassidy is
1: stepping to the podium if you'd like to go to him all right let's go downstairs to head coach Bruce Cassidy
3: what happened was we were light on pucks all over the ice and we made some egregious mistakes and they capitalized. That's what happened. Let's go to Chris. Hey, Coach. Chris Gallic Vegas Hockey. Now,
0: you mentioned that the goaltender starts are mapped out for a period in advance. Have you seen anything over the last two weeks that will force you to possibly change how the upcoming starts are for the goaltenders?
3: Um... I don't know. I'll talk to Berkey about that tomorrow. But uh, both goalies are going to play two games this week and that won't change. And we'll worry about next week, next week. Uh, I'm not gonna, I've am not. told you this many times, I'm not going to share details of who's playing because goalies will be the first to know who's playing. So, um, So that was the plan this week.
4: Chris. Hey, Bruce. Chris Chapman, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Alex had mentioned in the locker room that Inexperienced lineup, it's on. It's a, there's an onus on the veteran players to step up. But just how much does having three
3: guys who have a combined 14 games in the, in the league matter in a amount- Don't make excuses. He's right. He's right. They got to step up. Doesn't mean you're going to win every game because you're, you're missing difference makers. You got young kids in there. Young kids helped us win a game in San Jose. If it wasn't for them, we might not have won up there, right? You don't know that, but. So it's up to the guys that have been here and done it that have the resume to lead this team. We've talked about our leadership group over and over how good they are. Well, time to be good, you know, right now because no one's trickling right back in the lineup tonight, right, maybe we'll see what happens, but so they need to be the guys that lead the team, the followers follow. So um, I talked about this earlier that we could use that middle wave of guys to push a little bit here, um, but your best players need to be the, the leaders of, of, of the team uh, right now, especially. Um, there's not a lot of margin for error, or as much as there was before, so we got to take care of business starting there. And uh, I mean, go back to your question. I liked our start. I thought we were ready to play, so that's a positive. Uh, weren't able to capitalize, but after that we, we made a lot of plays. We were soft on the puck, easy to play against. We're losing our identity a little bit, right? We're getting easier and easier to play against. Teams want what we have right so they want they won't. we're the defending champs they want to be that so they're coming at you so uh we do have to acknowledge that part of the mental part of it uh that that's what's going to happen every night so be prepared to play and we did a better job of that tonight we just like i said we're light. it looked like men against boys there for a stretch of about 10 minutes uh 15 minutes whatever it was and and then certainly tried to battle back but we didn't execute well enough to do that thanks bruce thanks Aaron. thank you That was
1: head coach Bruce Cassidy as he addressed the media after tonight's 7-3 loss to the Toronto Maple Leafs. We're back with more on the VGK postgame show. You're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
0: We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights post game show. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Welcome back to the VGK post game show. The Golden Knights fall 7 3
1: to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Vegas, 32 19 and 6, 70 points on the year. Next in action, Saturday, 4 o'clock in Ottawa against the Senators. A five game road trip for the Vegas Golden Knights upcoming. The post game injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. Mark Stone missed his first game of the year tonight and shouldn't expect him back in the lineup anytime soon. He's out week to week with an upper body injury. Brett Howden day to day with an upper body injury. Jack Eichel still skating, still rehabbing, still working his way back could potentially travel with Vegas on this five-game road trip. That's kind of the best news, I guess, that you can expect on the injury front if you're a Golden Knights fan. Will Carrier, also skating on his own, hasn't uh, resumed skating with the team yet. But that gives you an idea of where things are right now for the Golden Knights in terms of injuries. They will be without Captain Mark Stone week to week, so for a while here. Let's go back to the first period, take a look at the highlights in this game, and I thought, you know, the Golden Knights started the game with a lot of jump and and structure. Bruce Cassidy just talked about, he liked the start from Vegas, but the Leafs opened the scoring midway through the period when Jake McCabe threw a puck to the net that found its
2: way in. Around behind the net, off Tavares' stick, right wing try, up of Hill, and into the goal. Hill leaped up with the blocker, it was gonna go high and wide left, and somehow it hit his blocker in such a way that it changed trajectory and went down to the ice and in on the short post. And Jake the Leafs McCabe. take a 1-0 lead halfway through the first period.
1: Sixth goal of the year for Jake McCabe. 10 minutes into the first period unassisted, made it one to nothing, Toronto. The Leafs extended the lead just over a minute later when David Kampf jumped on a
2: turnover and scored on a
1: rebound. Knights
2: lose the puck in their own zone, and they score! David Kampf scores for Toronto. Knights lost it trying to come out of their own zone. It's a 2-0 Toronto lead. David Camp, his fifth of the year from Ryan
1: Reeves. 11-10 of the first period, made it 2-0 Toronto. And the Leafs added to their lead off an offensive zone face-off as John Tavares chased Aiden Hill from the game. Leafs
2: still have it. Tavares scores from the right circle. The lefty sneaks it inside the right post on the glove side of Aiden Hill. 3-0 Toronto.
1: John Tavares, his 17th goal of the year from Nick Robertson and Bobby McMahon. 14-20 of the first period, made it 3-0 Toronto, and the Leafs capped off a four-goal period with Max Domi's sixth of the season.
2: McNam reaches in there, cross-size, shot, save, rebound, shot, score! Max Domi had both attempts. The first one he took a while to settle, allowing Thompson to come over, but he got his own rebound. Max Domi with his sixth goal of the year. And it's 4-0 Toronto. Max Domi from William
1: Nylander and Tyler Bertuzzi, 16-11 of the first period, made it 4-0 Toronto. So the Leafs would take that 4-0 lead into the second period, and the Golden Knights got on the board early in the second as William Carlson scored in his third straight game. McNabb with Theodore,
2: marshes so forward, Carlson pulls and shoots, he scores! (laughs) William Carlson goes in three straight games and the ninth strike in the opening minute of the second period. And now trail 4-1.
1: William Carlson's 19th goal of the year from Jonathan Marchessault and Shea Theodore, 51 seconds into the second period, made it four to one Toronto, but the Leafs got that one back later in the period as Braden McNabb and Chandler Stephenson got their signals crossed, which led to a breakaway goal for Max Domi.
2: McNabb thought Stephenson would take it. It's a breakaway. Domi to the goal. He scores. Knights give it away high on the left side. Domi turns the tables. Two goals today against the Knights. 5-1 Toronto. 8-16 to go in the second period.
1: Second of the game. Seventh of the year for Max Domi from Simone Benoit and Mitch Marner. 11-44 the second period. Made it 5-1 Toronto. And the Leafs extended their lead to five goals as Pontus Holmberg forced a turnover
2: and beat Logan Thompson. Huck is lost at center. Olofsson scores short side on Logan Thompson. Pontus Holmberg. With his third goal in his 30th game, and the Knights trail
1: 6-1. Pontus Holmberg, his third goal of the year, unassisted 15-36 in the second period, made it 6-1 Toronto. So the Leafs would take that 6-1 lead into the third period, and I said that the third period was about pride for Vegas, and early on it felt like they got the message as Jonathan Marchessault scored his 29th goal of the year.
2: Still in play, still in the zone. Theodore hands it off, score, Marchessault. Sharp angle, deep right side, Theodore to Marcheseau. And the Knights have their second goal in the game. It comes once again in Ophelia's opening minute. They trail 6-2 with 19 minutes to go in regulation.
1: Jonathan Marcheseau from Shea, Theodore, and Brendan Brisson. 59 seconds into the third period, made it 6-2 Toronto. And Vegas scored again 25 seconds later as Ivan Barbashev threaded the needle to Michael Amadio.
2: Barbashev comes in, feeds right. Another goal! Barbashev to Amadio, and the Knights now trail 6-3. Michael Amadio goals in three straight games.
1: Tenth goal of the year for Michael Amadio from Ivan Barbashev and Chandler Stephenson, 125 of the third period, made it 6-3 Toronto. And the Golden Knights went on to hit two posts as they ratcheted up the pressure, but the Leafs halted the momentum midway through the period on Austin Matthews' 52nd goal of the year. Across the line, a
2: drop pass, shot, score! Off Matthews, and a 7-3 Toronto lead. 52 on
1: the year for Austin Matthews from Pontus Holmberg and Mitch Marner. 10-35 in the third period. Made it 7-3 Toronto, and all that was left in this one was the final call. Five
2: seconds to go. Puck in the Toronto zone, and the clock will run out. Six consecutive wins for the Toronto Maple Leafs. 32 on the season. They defeat the Vegas Golden Knights in dominant fashion. 7-3 the final score at T-Mobile Arena. There you have it, 7-3, the
1: final. The Toronto Maple Leafs defeat the Vegas Golden Knights, handing them their fourth straight loss on home ice. Now the Vegas Golden Knights head out on a five-game road trip, and I don't know, maybe that'll be the key, right? Getting away from home, getting on the road, dialing things in a little bit more. Hopefully that sparks the Vegas Golden Knights moving forward. We're back with more on the post-game show. You're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
0: We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. It's
1: post postgame show. The Golden Knights fall 7-3 to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Vegas 32-19-6, 70 points on the year. Next in action, Saturday, 4 o'clock in Ottawa against the Senators. Five-game road trip for the Vegas Golden Knights. This one's an interesting one to kind of break down, right? Because there are reasons for the lack of pushback from Vegas but then there are situations where you can't make excuses and it's a delicate balance and Bruce Cassidy did a great job and in his post-game press conference he said you can't make excuses here and that's the right attitude to have like Bruce knows what's at stake here Bruce also understands what's out of his lineup he understands what he has and you know the the hardest thing Oftentimes, for athletes and and coaches and you know people involved, is you can't you can't worry about what you don't have available to you. It's a it's about finding the right combinations. It's about finding the right messages to send. And I think for Bruce, kind of doubling down after the game, in terms of needing more from the middle guys like Michael Amadio, Paul Cotter, Keegan Kolasar, Those are kind of the guys you know early on in the day that Bruce identified as, as players that need to give you more on a night-to-night basis. You don't necessarily need them to go out there and, and be a point-of-game player, but you do need solid, structured hockey. And, and you know, for the first 10 minutes of the game, the Golden Knights kind of played to that identity. They played to that tee, and then things got hard. And And, and you know, give a lot of credit to Toronto. They are playing absolutely free right now. They had a chip on their shoulder through the five games Morgan Riley was suspended. They went 5-0 and in that stretch. Uh, gimme competition, maybe, but for Toronto, they needed to string together some wins. They they were kind of on that playoff bubble, and now the Toronto Maple Leafs look like a very, very dangerous team. Austin Matthews, the hottest goal scorer in the league right now, 10 goals over his last two games, including... Uh, so I'm sorry, 10 goals over his last five games, including two hat-tricks in that span. You know... You, you gotta find a way to slow that momentum, and I guess the frustrating thing for a lot of Golden Knights fans, and probably the frustrating thing for you know Bruce Cassidy in this game, is it wasn't Austin Matthews that did you in, it wasn't Mitch Marner, it, it wasn't you know William Nylander to a degree, or even John Tavares. Like it was the depth of the Toronto Maple Leafs that beat Vegas tonight. Now that being said. When you start to think about how the two teams are structured, again, because of the injuries that the Golden Knights are going through right now, you're asking the Golden Knights' best players, which would you know, fall into different places in the lineup if everyone was healthy, to go out there and not only outperform the best players of the Toronto Maple Leafs, but then you're also hoping that your depth and your call-ups and your players that are you need a little bit more in the middle can kind of outpace some of the depth and and some of the higher end depth pieces that Toronto has. It didn't happen tonight for the golden Knights. There were too many periods in this game where Vegas allowed Toronto to dictate play, you know, and then you look at maybe that first period, a couple of stops. That's what you're looking for. Right. And I'm not necessarily putting all of this on Aiden Hill, not by a long shot, but the fact of the matter is like you're at a point right now where you can't make mistakes or if you do make mistakes, you've got to have them covered up. Uh, as best you can so for the golden Knights it's a lot of questions right now it's a lot of tinkering if you're Bruce Cassidy it's it's trying to come up with the right answers to a heap load of questions that you know 48 hours ago you weren't thinking of and that that's another aspect of this that I think you know it, it kind of bears mentioning is 48 hours ago, going into that game against the Nashville Predators, the Golden Knights were getting Shea Theodore back in the lineup. You had Mark Stone. He had played every single game. You had Brett Howden. You felt like Jack Eichel was close enough on the horizon that you could start thinking about what life will be like once you're healthy again. And all of a sudden, in one play, one hit, that's changed. And now you've got to adjust on the fly. So it'll be interesting to see what Bruce Cassidy comes up with, what this team's able to put together Saturday night in Ottawa against the Senators. We're back to wrap it up next on the VGK Post Game Show. You're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
0: We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
1: Wrapping it up here on the VHK post-game show, the Golden Knights fall 7-3 to, to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar. For the Golden Knights, didn't have a problem with their first 10 minutes. I thought the energy was good, the structure was fine. And then all of a sudden, the Toronto Maple Leafs ratchet up the pressure, the Golden Knights turn the puck over, puck management an issue in that first period, lost board battles, turnovers leading directly to offense and it's a four goal first period for the Toronto Maple Leafs and and really at that point it felt like the game was too far out of reach. Toronto adds a couple more in the second period. And then Austin Matthews ices the game in any type of comeback or really any type of momentum that the Golden Knights were able to build early in the third with his 52nd goal of the year. That's going to do it for us here on the VGK Post Game Show. Extended Post Game Show, your phone calls. That's next. You're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
0: Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network post-game show. For the station, staying on for more game highlights, interviews, and your phone calls coming up next at 702-876-1340. Good night, and thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. It's the
1: extended post-game show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, 7-3 of the final. The Toronto Maple Leafs defeat the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas 32-19-6, 70 points on the year. Next in action Saturday, 4 o'clock. Against Ottawa, first game, Mark Stone has missed all season long. He'll be out for a while, week to week with an upper body injury. Brett Howden did not play. Day-to-day upper body injury. Still no Jack Eichel, still no Will Carrier, still no Pavel Dorofiev. And for the Golden Knights, Bruce Cassidy after the game, no excuses. And so we march on and try to find some type of winning combination as the Golden Knights embark on a five-game road trip. 702-876-1340, that's the number. 702-876-1340. If you have something to say, now's the time. You have an opportunity here to call in to the post-game show. You have an opportunity to throw the discussion in a direction that can be positive, productive, instead of griping and complaining and just general frustration at a scenario that frankly is not ideal for anybody so i wonder what direction you go when you call in uh, but here we go 702-876-1340 is the number let's go out to the phone lines bring in mike hey mike how you
5: doing well i won't promise to be pollyannish but i i do want to say a couple of different things and ask you one question uh, and that's it Mm -hmm. um the the things that i i guess i'm most amazed at is we almost handed austin matthews a clean sheet with just minutes to go in the game and that couldn't happen so it would have been the only success story of the night if we had done it uh logan thompson should not have gotten the loss i know we don't treat it like baseball but that's just crazy that he gets the loss in this game Mm -hmm. so I don't understand why that works that way, but I guess it doesn't matter. He will have to suck it up.
1: Well, all. Mike, Mike, he, he allowed the game-winning goal.
5: Yeah, he did. He did. But, you know, I mean, it was pretty much uh, listen, over before listen, he came I, in the I, game. Listen,
1: so. I hear you. I hear you. But he allowed the game-winning goal.
5: Yeah, he did. Well, that's so. the reason, of course. You're right. Uh, the, I guess Coach Cassidy said it all. You, you can't make excuses. You just can't sit there and make excuses for losing your two top players. We have. They're gone. We've got a full complement of defensive players who didn't really show up tonight and play the way they're capable of playing. That's a little disappointing, to say the least. And he said um, other teams, and he said this so well, so eloquently, other teams want what we have. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're losing our identity because – we're not playing like Stanley Cup champions right now, but we will. I know we will. Hey, how would you like to be a Vancouver fan right now? I would be, I'd be really livid if I was a Vancouver fan. So things could be worse, guys. They really could. I want to ask you this question, then I'll exit. Mm-hmm. It seems like we buzz and play hard at the beginning of the game, and it doesn't work this way every game, obviously, the beginning of the second period and the beginning of the third period. Does it take Coach Cassidy and staff to, quote, yell at the guys for them to come out and play hard or not? Is that just me thinking that?
1: I mean, you're assuming that that's the case. You have have no idea, as, as I have no idea, what, if any, conversation is happening between Coach Cassidy and the players in between periods. You know what i mean like we we have this idea in our head that there's some impassioned speech or uh a, you know a, a get things together we we don't know that for certain so uh, to assume that that's the case i i think is a bit unfair I, no i don't i think that players have pride I, I think you you let four in you're behind the eight ball four to nothing after that first period i, I think you want to try your best To manufacture something right off the bat like I'd be more concerned if there was no response at all from Vegas in in the second period no response at all from Vegas in the third period and and I don't know that you necessarily need somebody to yell at you as opposed to just looking around the room and saying we're better than this we're not going to allow that to happen we're gonna push back
5: okay well it's a good it's a way of explaining it for sure I, I wish we could maintain the gusto Throughout more than the first five minutes. That's all. And well, I mean, the
1: other the other team has something to say about it too, Mike.
5: Yeah, they do. Sure, they do. And, 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 and to and first. to
1: hi- and to highlight that point further, the Golden Knights came out guns blazing in that third period. They scored two goals. They hit two posts. Sheldon Keith calls a timeout, and then what does Toronto do? They get back to their game.
5: That was a brilliant piece of coaching strategy, by the way. I wanted to mention that. But it's that it's was, proof it's was proof was positive really that. Well that
1: as much as you want the Golden Knights to exert their will all game long, the other team has something to say about it, too.
5: Well, we'll see you on the road, and no matter what, we'll be there rooting like crazy through the whole thing. Let's just see what happens.
1: All right, great stuff as always, Mike. Thanks so much for the call. I appreciate it. 702-876-1340, that's the number. If you'd like to call in with your thoughts and opinions on tonight's 7-3 loss to the Toronto Maple Leafs, we have lines open right now, so give us a call. We'll put you on. I promise. Let's go back out to the phone lines. Bring in Rita. Hey, Rita, how you doing?
6: Well, I want to cry. Yeah. You know. Yeah. This this wouldn't hurt. Yeah. But I want to bring up something different. You know, and I know Eichel and Stone; those are our big ones, Do we really miss them. But I think we're under uh, not giving enough credit to how much Carrier brings. When yeah. they had that fourth line, you know, fourth lines across the, the league were scared of them. They When Bruce would start them and they'd come out with all that gusto and get into the other other team's area and then leave it off for our forwards to pick it up from there, it kind of started with a strong start. And I think not having Carrier... And that fourth line going makes a lot of difference.
1: I think this is the perfect night to make that that observation, Rita, because when you look at the score sheet for Toronto, it, you know, Ryan Reeves is on there. You get a couple of uh, points from Pontus Holmberg. And, you know, really, you look at the, the fourth line for Toronto, they were better than the Golden Knights. And, you know, maybe if you've got, Wah and Carrier and Colasar together as a line, things are different, but it gives you an idea of how much the rest of your lineup is impacted when you have Eichel
6: and Stone out of the lineup. Oh, well, um, I forgot what I was going to say. That's what you get from being old. Um, <laughs> anyway, I just, I really, we, we have no idea on when Carrier is coming back, do we?
1: Um, no, but he, he's getting closer, right? He's, he's skating on his own. So, you know, hopefully we're, we're talking about, um, you know, day to day to week to week, as opposed to anything much longer than that.
6: Well, I just think that would help our start mm-hmm. and get our guys going. Cause it has, well, it did to do the playoffs in the season last year. And well, and that's all I have to say. I mean, I'm going to go. Cry in my pillow and eat crackers and peanut,
1: then. Great stuff, Rita. Thanks so much for the call. You're one of a kind. Don't ever change. 702-876-1340, that's the number. Let's go back out to the phone lines, bring in Chase. Hey, Chase, how you doing?
7: Oh, uh, hey, Ryan, it's Keith. Sorry about that. Oh, um, Keith. Yeah, just, um, yeah it, I, I'm so glad you hit on the fact that uh, the other team has something to do with it
3: because
7: yeah. uh, they – the, the Maple Leafs tonight put on a hell of a performance. And, you know, it's it's situations like that that, you know, between periods, Coach Cassidy is not going to be uh, channeling Herb Brooks every game.
1: Right. Right. You can't. it, it Because if you do, then the, the message is going to grow stale. Like, you have to acknowledge that, you need players to play to a certain identity. You need to acknowledge and kind of put it on the, the leadership group, as Bruce talked about after the game. But, you know, you, you also have to acknowledge that Toronto's a really, really good team, and they are playing some of their best hockey all season long.
7: Exactly. And, you know, that, and you're going to have situations like this that happen. Granted, you know, we're just not familiar with having this elongated uh, issue of, mm-hmm. you know, four losses in a row at home. Yeah, and it's it's just one of those things that it's going to be part of the process, and patience is kind of the kind of the key word, if you will.
1: Yeah, you're right on the money there, Keith. Thanks so much for the call. Um, you do have to be patient. Obviously, you can only be patient up until a point because. Playoffs are, are not guaranteed. Obviously, the Golden Knights are in a pretty good spot right now, but they do have to pick up wins. You've got to find a winning combination and an identity that, that will help this team put points back on the ledger, and that's on Bruce Cassidy. It's on the leadership group and, and the coaching staff as a whole to find the right combination in order to pick up points. Let's go back out to the phone lines, bring in Chris. Hey, Chris, how you doing?
4: Good. How are you doing tonight?
1: I'm good.
4: Yeah, so a few thoughts. Um, These guys have been so intense since really February of last year. right? It's been nonstop through the summer. Mm -hmm. Uh, They finally have had a little bit more of a break than maybe they have been used to in the past. And obviously Mm -hmm. injuries are a factor here. Um, I just don't feel like it's time to panic yet. I, I think we're waiting for some key um guys on the, in the in the boards to come back it's interesting that our entire defense is intact now mm-hmm. uh, for really the first time in a while and i think that going on the road probably will be a nice little break from their families and stuff could kind of get back into that hockey mindset do you think that something like that could be a factor here and and you know obviously they always are doing the best when they're having the most fun and it's no fun losing but mm-hmm. Uh, having guys like Kessel not on the team anymore, and that fun factor is missing in the locker room. Maybe um, so. I think it's not time to panic, but uh, definitely like to see what coach does from here mm-hmm. to uh, to be the leader. Now our captain is injured, and um, you know goalies have bad games, and tonight both of them did, <laughs> but, <laughs> which is pretty rare. Mm-hmm. Uh, so interesting i think kind of a perfect storm of a few different things but i'm not i'm not i'm not worried just yet
1: yeah you know chris that's a, a it's a great call uh you, you touched on quite a few things and you know i'll start with the idea that it's kind of a perfect storm it, it feels that way anyway right you finally get your top six D back in the lineup um on tuesday again it's just a third game it's game 57 just the third game that you've had all top six D that that helped you win a Stanley Cup in the lineup healthy ready to go Um, and then you know you you have more setbacks in terms of injuries up front you have goaltending that had been lights out really throughout the majority of the season it's taken just a step back from where their level was earlier on and, and you've got to find a way to kind of battle through that I think your point on Going out on the road is is a good one. I would expect that the Golden Knights are able to go out. It's less distractions on the road, and hopefully they're able to kind of find their game and, and be harder to play against, maybe not worry about matchups so much. Go out there, play, and see what happens. So five games on the road for the Golden Knights upcoming. We'll uh, we'll start that on Saturday, 4 o'clock, in Ottawa against the Senators. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us on the other side of the break. It's the extended game show on Fox Sports Las Vegas.
0: Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas, 7-3 the final. The Toronto Maple
1: Leafs defeat the Vegas Golden Knights. 702-876-1340, that's the number. 702-876-1340. We have lines open if you want to call right now. I'll put you on, I promise. Let's go back out to the phone lines, bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing? I'm
8: doing okay. How are you doing, Ryan? I'm Good. So, I mean, now it's just an unfortunate game. Um, it sucks. Like, you can't really sugarcoat it. Yeah.
2: Um,
8: I, you said it. First 10 minutes, it didn't look that bad. It looked like it was going to be a very competitive game. Yeah. Um, and I I hate to, and, I don't, and I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus, but you just didn't get the goaltending that we've kind of come to expect mm-hmm. from the night. And... It was extra unfortunate because it was like both Hill and Thompson kind of had an off night, right? And of course, as other people have said, the Maple Leafs are obviously trying to score and they are a very good team this year. Uh, But, you know, I just was kind of a stinker. Um, I'm not going to dwell on this game and not to say it as an excuse that the, what, a Third of our forwards were Henderson, Silver Knights players. Mm-hmm. I look at it more as we had a lot of people who weren't playing with people they're used to playing with, right? The lines were all over the place. I think the only one that's really been a consistent line was Barbie, Law, and Marcia So. Mm-hmm. So if this is the group that we're going to have going forward for a little bit, you know, they've got to get that mesh together and, and figure it out.
1: Yeah, Stephanie, thanks for the call. You're you're right there in that you've got to find some consistency in terms of your forward lines, and it's not just about the offense, it's also about the defensive structure too. Like you you want to talk about playing to an identity and playing to your your defensive structure as well. You have to have familiarity. You have to have guys in comfortable spots, and I think for Bruce Cassidy balancing out what you are hoping to get from the offensive side while also getting the structure you need in the defensive zone, that that's going to have to be something uh, you find the right balance and in combination of. And, and that's what Bruce is going to work to do. Uh, 702-876-1340. That's the number. Let's go back out to the phone lines, bring in Vince. Hey Vince, how you doing?
9: Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, we just, uh, we just flew in for, we're big league fans. We just flew in for this game. Hmm. And a uh, couple of notes, um, you have you got a beautiful uh, stadium.
1: Awesome, great fans, thank you. Yeah,
9: uh, a lot of energy. But uh, watching the game, you know the Leafs. It's uh, the second game of a back-to-back, and uh, really just outskated you guys, uh, which was kind of surprising. Uh, I thought the Leafs would be really tired, but uh, considering we got seven goals and our top guy didn't really do that much. I mean, Matthews got one.
5: Mm-hmm. I think
9: Marner got two assists, but uh, our secondary scorer is just. Uh, Really, we're flying, cutting to the net, uh, and Vegas really had no answer to us.
1: Yeah, I mean, fair observation that the depth of Toronto was better than the depth of the Golden Knights tonight.
9: Yeah, and we were just talking about it, saying, you know, when you guys, uh, you know, you don't have to worry about Toronto, because we're not in your division, but Edmonton's in your division, and uh, if you think Toronto's fast, uh, wait till you hit Edmonton.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, and- I, I, we, we're, we're pretty familiar with the Edmonton Oilers down here, Vince.
9: Well, it was a great game. We really enjoyed it. A lot of lease signs there. We're a lot of, uh, I don't know if you heard it, but uh, no, we, we know. saw you. We saw you. We heard you. All that. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot of fun. We're thinking of going. Now we're thinking of going to the casinos since we uh, did so good in the game. Maybe we can break some casinos.
1: Well, either that or you'll you'll kind of help out the economy here. Thanks so much for the call, Vince. I appreciate it. Um, you know, it's it's always good. When you have when you have a an accommodating building and you you um you're you're having a fun atmosphere like listen Vince enjoy it buddy um, Toronto wins a regular season game we'll see how many they win in the postseason we're back with more on the extended post game show on Fox Sports Las Vegas.
0: Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Wrapping it up here,
1: extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Vegas Golden Knights lose 7-3 to to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Sneak one more phone call in here. We got Marianne. Hey, Marianne, how you doing?
10: Hi, Ryan. I'm doing good. Well, I do agree that our guys definitely have to get used to each other and playing, you know, an established position, which mm-hmm. I'm sure the coaches will have to figure out because there's so many still being out but in regards to that like the last maple leaf fan that talks well okay how many guys did they have on their team hurt zero how many have we had hurt you know it's just them still playing against the national champs of the game and they had an extra coach in ryan reeves tonight i mean surely he helped their guys with all the different you know, positions that our, he knew that our guys make in the way of play. So that had to be a little bit of a help to them too. So anyway, mm. still no no problem. We're going to get there. Yeah. We have to, you know, get a little healthier, but that's okay. It's still coming time, right time like we did last year. So just yeah. go, nice, go. We're with you all the way.
1: All right, great stuff as always, Marion. Thanks so much for the call. I think Vince was trying to get a rise out of me. Proud of myself. Didn't take the bait. Rational, cooler heads prevailed. So, Vegas Golden Knights dropped this one seven to three to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, I wouldn't necessarily, <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm panicked, but I do think there's concern. Obviously, for the Golden Knights, you've got to find. A combination that works for you you've got to find a way to deploy your forwards you've got to find a way to defend better you've got to find a way as bruce cassidy said to be harder on the puck get back to that vegas golden knight championship identity and that's really what's ahead for the golden knights they got to find a way to get there and they have a five-game road trip to work themselves closer to that i it's not time to panic don't hit the alarm button just yet and don't worry about me and my safety. It's just Nitron. It's it's being raised up into the rafters here at T-Mobile Arena. But that is my cue to get out of here. So that's going to do it for us here on the extended post-game show. Thanks to William Butler, making sure everything sounds great. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio. And thanks to you, our listeners and our callers. It's your post-game show. It's not as much fun without your calls and your input until Saturday. Have a great night, everybody. We'll talk to you then right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas.